0: Welcome to the Life-Given Podcast, a Christian's conversational guide to current events. This is your brief news brief. I'm Isaac Lopez. We're trying to keep you up to speed with all the top stories in this segment around the country and around the world. So let's get to it. Uh, Early this morning, uh, President Donald Trump tweeted out uh, stating that he and his wife, uh, the First Lady, have tested positive for the covid Um, And they are now undergoing quarantine. Our thoughts and prayers go out to them. Um, I believe the first lady did mention that uh, they are feeling fine right now. So hopefully that continues to trend that way. Uh, Mike Pence, the vice president, and his wife tested negative. So our thoughts and prayers go out to that as that story unfolds. um, And also uh, that the president and his wife will be fine. So as many of you may know if you listen to Wednesday's show, uh, the president nominated uh, Justice Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. And just like with Brett Kavanaugh with his nomination, the assaults are beginning. Uh, Although of a different kind and a different tenor, newly nominated Justice Amy Coney Barrett is under attack already. A report came out from The Guardian showing that Barrett signed a letter back in 2006 that supported the abolition of abortion and opposed the decision of Roe v. Wade. They mentioned that Barrett's personal life, and this is a direct quote from the article, is likely to lead to new questions about how Barrett's personal views on abortion may not only shape reproductive rights in the US for decades to come, if she's confirmed by the Senate, but how her appointment could affect legal rights for women undergoing fertility treatment as well as their doctors, in quotes. And are are they trying to say something new here, I'm pretty sure that a lot of that the justices beliefs and how and, you know, their, their first uh, principles that they build their entire worldviews off of, I'm sure they affect how they judge in the laws. If you have any debates over that uh, simple statement, uh, let's just look at um, the passing of, uh, let's just look at um, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And, uh, how much she advocated for Roe v. Wade and what the result of that was. In other news, uh, schools have been open from uh, for the last month or so, and this is coming from the Washington Post, and they have been meeting in person. As you would expect, or you would probably expect there to be a smoldering pile of ash where those schools once stood for daring to meet in person. Instead, the COVID, the coronavirus count is low. The infection rate apparently is very low. This, is, this quote is coming from a Washington Post article, which will, I will link to in the description. They say, tracking infections over a two-week period beginning August 31st, it found that 0.23% of students had a confirmed or suspected case of the coronavirus. Among teachers, it was 0.49%. Looking only at confirmed cases, the rates were even lower: 0.078% for students and 0. Sorry, 0.15% for teachers. And and these people are still meeting in person to go to school. Hopefully, this trend continues, and our students will be able to attend in-person classes, uh, just so they can continue uh, to form. Uh, as socially capable human beings. Uh, In continuing with the uh, education news, a professor recently called for cops to be strangled. A professor from Midwestern State University wrote in a Facebook thread, I want the entire world to burn until the last cop is strangled with the intestines of the last capitalist, who is strangled in turn with the intestines of the last politician. In a flash of irony, he complained of being doxxed and receiving death threats after this comment went viral. And I'm sure you would be glad to know that this professor's university stood behind him in his right to freedom of expression. Give me a break. Netflix, as many of you were probably aware, got hit with a lot of cancellations, subscription cancellations over the movie Cuties. But the Cancellations did start fast, but apparently they have calmed down following the intensely contested movie. Netflix was hit with this surge, but it has since leveled off. In a um, art, in a report done from data drawn from Seven Park data, it says, "But while there was a temporary escalation in cancellations, the Netflix churn rate in the U.S. died down within a week after the social media uproar." uproar, according to research firm Seven Park Data. The data indicates the overall impact on the streamer's subscriber base has not been material. In the days following Netflix's release of Cuties, account cancellations hit a peak of about five times the churn rate of January 1, 2019, an analysis found. After about a week, by September 18th, the cancellations had subsided to previous levels. As previously reported, data from research by Yipit Data showed that Netflix cancellations on September 12th soared to about eight times higher than the average daily rates in August 2020, which was a different baseline than Seven Park used. So what that tells me is that people who got out of Netflix got out very fast, uh, but Netflix is starting to um, settle down into business as usual, and we will... Uh, hopefully find more effective ways in what, uh, when it comes to protesting or boycotting uh, these national institutions such as Netflix, not national, but these uh, big institutions and corporations such as Netflix. And we saw this with the NFL and boycotting it with fans boycotting it because of all the social justice issues. If there are anything, if there are any stories you would want me to cover, reach out to me at the life given and received at gmail.com or on the life given news Facebook page. You can also find me at parlor at TLG podcasts or on Instagram at underscore TLG podcasts, underscore. And in conclusion, remember that the life that you've been given and the life that you have received includes every area of life. Why should current events be the exception? God bless.